Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Droid Life Show today, episode 220. It is uh, Friday, December 6th. I'm your host, Kevin Lupi. Tim, Tim, say hi. Hi, guys. How's it going, Tim here for Droid Life? Uh, welcome back. We've, uh, we, we took a little break. It was, it's like the holiday shopping season. There's, there's not a lot of news during this time, unfortunately, but we're back. There's there's some stuff going on this week for sure. And, you know, we just want to be back talking with you guys, hanging out, all that stuff. We uh, we are in the last month of 2019. So, you know, it's, it's a good time to just, just hang out. Uh, if, if you are in the chat, let us know how everything sounds. We're, we're working through some changes once again, which we always do. I don't know why, but, uh, let us know. <laughs> um, so on today's show, obviously lots to talk about. Snapdragon 865 is the big news of the week. Um, we'll, we'll talk about 5g and some other stuff there. I know that's sometimes awful, but we're, th- there's some big stuff going on there. We have new 5g networks from T-Mobile and AT&T, I believe since we were last on air, Motorola is going to try to make a comeback. We have a December Android patch for some phones, just not the Pixel 4, which is weird. There's Galaxy S11 renders from a week or so ago. There's there's quite a bit of stuff. Um, As always, though, if you're new around here, we do trivia at the end of every show. So trivia is once again back. Um, So trivia, what we do is we ask questions at the end of the show. You answer. And uh, if you're right, and first, you get prizes. And this week, we're doing $10 Google Play credit to everyone that wins. So... You could win $10 in Google Play credit uh, if you participate at the end of the show. Um, We have a giveaway running around, running around, running right now. Uh, The folks at Sprint reached out and said, hey, you want to give away a phone? And we said, "Uh, yeah, let's do that. So we have an LG G8X to give away, and that includes the dual screen accessory. So LG didn't make a foldable. They made a sort of two-part folding thing. I don't know how it's a dual screen. It's a dual screen thing. So the G8X is very much like the G8. And then it has this accessory that attaches to it that gives it a second screen. And you can play between them. They work simultaneously. You can play games on one, use one side as like a controller. They've actually done sort of a unique take on what could be sort of a foldable. Anyways, we're giving one away. So if you haven't entered, go to the site, Google Sprint G8X Droid Life giveaway. That's probably the fastest way to find it, if I'm being honest. Do that. Enter. It's free to enter. We're going to announce that winner next next week, I believe. Next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Next Wednesday. Uh, and then final reminder, not final reminder, uh, final note before we get going here, uh, charity drive. So if again, if you're new around here, we do we've done our this is our second charity drive that we've that we've done where we take like three months and accept donations that we then donate to a good cause. Uh, Right now we are running a charity drive for the cancer research Institute. So October, November, December, this is the final month for taking donations for cancer research Institute. And what we do is hundred percent of what you give during the show through like super chats, that sort of thing through YouTube. If you're watching live, uh, we take a hundred percent of those and give them to the Cancer Research Institute. So the last time we did the Oregon Humane Society and gave hundreds and hundreds of dollars to the Oregon Humane Society, I think almost a thousand bucks. It was like 800 and something. I'll, I'll have to go back and look. Uh, for Cancer Research Institute, we're doing the same thing. So if you want to donate, feel free to. Every single penny you give will go to them. Um, and, you know, we we had a couple of good shows before we took a two-week break where we took in quite a bit of money. I think we're going to write a pretty fat check at the end of the year um, because F, cancer. Yeah, F it to death. Okay, 
So uh, before we get going, I guess we got some donations. Uh, Eric dropped three dollars Canadian, said thanks for the entertainment and news, guys. You're welcome. Appreciate you as well, Eric. Gary the Fireman dropped ten bucks at F Cancer and F Jackie. Who's I, I don't know who Jackie is. Gary the Fireman said F Cancer and F Jackie. I, I don't I don't know who that is, Gary. But yes, on the F Cancer. Uh, and Richard Ratner dropped uh, ten pounds and said ten years, amazing. Congratulations to the both of you. That is true. We we have existed as Droid Life for. 10 years. I actually don't know the specific date though. I kind of looked the other day and it actually looks like the first blog post I ever wrote was in November. So technically we're like over 10 years, but we want to do some sort of like 10 year show giveaway celebration. So we'll, we'll try to do that soon. Cause like for some reason, like December is the month I always consider to be the sort of the start, but technically, technically like the, it's November 15th. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we passed that, but we wanted but, to do something this month. So like in the next week, right before Christmas or so, we're probably going to do like a special show. Hopefully give some stuff away. We'll figure it out. We uh, we have some we have some we have some thoughts. Um, so, yeah, 10, 10 years. Troy left 10 years old. Kind of weird. Uh, more donations just rolled in. Brian just dropped 20 bucks, says happy holidays. And uh, no seeds be with the two bucks says what's good. Any thoughts on Volkvi? Is this real? I, is Volkvi that like, sh- like really sneaky fake phone thing that does like that super fake phone? That, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one. I think that's Volkvi. I, I believe like the name sounds familiar. I, I think it's fake. So I wouldn't I'm pretty buy sure it. You and I both looked at it and we were like, oh yeah, this yeah. is fake. Yeah. I believe, I believe it is fake. Oh, this is a, a crowdsourced mobile network. Ah, oh. uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. And they have their own phone, apparently. Yeah, the Volk One. Yeah. yeah I usually this, this I, Sega's phone 5.0. It's brand new. Yeah, I, I usually tell people to stay away from this type of thing until uh, until you actually see like a physical phone, you know, yeah. out somewhere. Yeah. Anytime someone's hawking a phone that's nothing but renders, I would just run, run. Uh, Okay, cool. All right. Well, thanks everyone for those early donations. Again, if you want to donate Cancer Research Institute, we're doing everything we can help for the next three months to, you know, battle cancer. The worst damn thing ever. So uh, as far as topics go, Snapdragon 865 is the big talk of the week. Uh, Qualcomm, every year for the last three years, I believe this is the third year, they they host like a three-day snapdragon's tech summit in hawaii and they fly a bunch of journalists out there and they all hang out and top stock snapdragon stuff in december in hawaii i mean it's probably not the worst thing ever to go to hawaii in december and hang out on somebody else's dime but that that's what happens uh this is the third year and they typically announce whatever their new snapdragon flagship processor is and they did that they announced the snapdragon 865 and specs news surrounding it what it means for the future of phones at least for the next year and they also announced like a new fingerprint reader they announced a mid-range-ish chip actually it's kind of weird they announced a 765 and the 765g which i mean 700 series processors aren't really it's hard to call them mid-range because like mid-range i i kind of go like 600 series 700 your borderline flagship you're just missing like the gpu and a little bit of stuff so anyways they announced a bunch of stuff so should we start with uh, 865? Actually, Scott McDonald just dropped uh, 10 bucks. Said, please get Sammy an article with the bad press they need on the smart things issue. Congrats. Uh, I got your email on that, Scott. I'm kind of looking into it. 
There's an issue with smart things. Smart things like smart released things. a new app and they pushed everyone off their original classic app onto this new one, basically mm-hmm. by killing the old one. This is just in brief. And they didn't create a way for you to like migrate apparently between the two to the new app. So you have to like reset up all of your smart thing stuff, which is that sounds awful. Like think about how many like water sensors people have like in the back of their like washer dryer room that they can't get to and they have to try to reset that up. It sounds awful. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what you get for using Samsung smart things. Yeah. I mean, it's Sorry. a big platform, so I get why people use it, but that is Huge unfortunate. Platform. Yes. But yeah. Uh, Jody five pounds. Just curious. Partner is Slovakian. Can you try to say his name? Give us a laugh. I would say <laughs> Zoltan Moravchich. Well, obviously we've got Zoltan. That much is clear. Uh, more Moravchich. More. more, more yeah, I'm, just, I'm going. I'm going. Moravchich. Moravchich. Probably not even close. Yeah. Victor with the two bucks. Yeah. Thank you for the for the five pounds. Victor with the two bucks is keep up the great support, everyone. Yes, everyone. We appreciate uh, all the support. So, thank all you. right. Let's stop, let's stop saturating sixty five before we do donations for fifteen minutes. We'll come back if you donate after this point. We will come back to you. I promise. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Snapdragon 865 is officially, official, official, official. It is the flagship processor that you'll see in basically every phone that's on that flagship level in the U.S. for the next year. Like starting probably January, we'll see somebody sneak one out that has an 865. And then Samsung with the S11 will have an 865, and then we'll go from there. You'll get probably one from LG, definitely one from OnePlus. And then later on in the year, obviously, Google will will show up with a, with a Pixel 5 or something. So... What do you need to know? There's actually quite a bit of stuff. I'll just run through some of the the things that stood out to me because a lot of this is processor talk. And to be honest, I'm not going to get into cores and cryos and clock speeds and all that stuff because it's just not it's not my specialty. Well, because it's running Android and so it never really matters. It's just always going to be janky no matter what. So possibly, yeah. Sorry. Um, so what you get, uh, the I think the biggest thing is the 865. It doesn't have integrated 5G, except Qualcomm will only sell it with their X55 5G modem, sort of as like a package. So every single phone that runs an 865 next year has to include a 5G modem. So no matter what, so the S11, Pixel 5, OnePlus 8, LG G9, if Motorola makes one and they have an 865, they will have a 5G modem. There's just no way around it. They're not making a 4G SKU that you can, that a manufacturer could buy and only get 4G LTE. So every phone next year, will have 5G capabilities. On what level? We don't know. Some may go millimeter wave. Some may go low and mid-band. Some may try to do all three. I think PCMag reported that Samsung is supposedly going to try to have all three of those 5G bands. Uh, we'll see. That that will be interesting. Um, you can get peak speeds of up to 7.5 gigabits down with uh, the X55 5G modem A65. Um, I'm assuming they're pulling from multiple different... Um, mid, low, high, everything there to create that. Uh, let's see. This this X55 modem supports everything. So uh, no matter what, you'll be able to connect to whoever's 5G is out there, at least all the mainstream ones. I don't know, there's probably some weird-ass ones somewhere that they don't support. Uh, okay, as far as A65 go, big news. It'll support up to 144 hertz displays. So 90 was kind of the thing we started seeing last year. 
And now you're probably going to see like Samsung, for example, it's probably just going to jump right past 90 and just go like 120. I don't know if anyone's going to do 144. We'll probably see like Asus do it. Right. And I think Xiaomi or whoever else is making gaming phones will probably like go crazy, do 144. But my guess is we'll probably see like 120, definitely 90s. Uh, so this supports up to 144, which is kind of crazy. Um, that's a quad HD plus at 4K. It still is only 60 hertz, but quad HD is kind of the standard. And so up to 144. Uh, as far as camera goes, we now have up to 8K video recording, 200 megapixel photos. Um that's 8K 30 frames per second. Uh, it also captures Dolby Vision, first officially supported Dolby Vision capture, which is awesome. GPU uh, performance 25% better. So gaming, anything that revolves the graphics processing unit will uh, quarter percent, quarter, quarter faster, quarter, 125, whatever, 25% faster. Uh, they built in a whole bunch of gaming features because, uh, well, gaming is a big thing on mobile. So there's a whole bunch of new specialized gaming things like a game smoother, color booster, um, it sports 10-bit HDR, GPU drivers, and all that good stuff. Uh, Wi-Fi 6 there, Bluetooth 5.1 there. It, it does a lot. There's actually quite a bit of new stuff in this. Um, as far as overall just performance from the 55 to the 65, I think it's sort of a 25% boost, but... Like in real world usage, I don't actually think it, you should go read a non-tech. They're right up on the 865 because they dive into that sort of stuff. And uh, it's a boost, not huge. So performance wise, not. But they baked in a whole bunch of features that might be cool. I mean, I don't know if I need 8K video recording. Supposedly Samsung's doing it right. Mm. I, 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 don't, I don't have an 8K TV. I'm probably not going to own one in the next like decade. So uh, I don't know. Somebody might. Uh, yeah. So some stuff again, the big takeaway is the 5g portion of this. I know we clown on 5g a lot and that it's not anything at this moment in time. And when everyone says 5g is here, we kind of say, look, 5g is not stop saying that. Um, what Qualcomm's doing though, by pushing everyone to have 5g chips, your phone will have 5g. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to connect to a network at all times. Cause these carriers still haven't built those out, but your phone coming. will be capable. Yeah. So even if you buy, that's like, like a one plus eight next year, galaxy S 11 and you're on Verizon, for example, this is actually, I kind of want to write a post about this, but it's, it's like into territory where it, it would be a hell of a project. Um, so Verizon, for example, only has millimeter wave, <laughs> which sucks, right? No one likes millimeter wave unless you're standing right next to the tower. But um, it's the fastest. It's the fastest if you can ever attach to it. So like if you buy a phone from Verizon, right, it'll say like it's 5G ready. That's what they're going to say. 5G ready. And, and if you don't live in a millimeter wave city and stand on the corner of the block, that they have it. You're never going to get 5G from Verizon. And then like a year from now, though, when hopefully they release something that's maybe mid band 5G, then hopefully you'll connect to that. But so like Verizon, it's going to be a while probably. T-Mobile, on the other hand, if you buy a 5G phone, they have nationwide 5G now. They launched it uh, last week or no, this week, right? This week. It, yeah, yeah, launched this week. So if you buy, they already have two 5G phones that'll work, but if you buy the Galaxy S11, you'll connect to T-Mobile's 5G. It's low band 5G. It's not the super fast stuff like millimeter wave, but you'll get on 5G. Won't be super fast. But like Verizon, you're, you're probably never going to get it, but you're future proof, sort of. That's kind of where we're at. Like no one's network is quite there. Your phone will still have it so that when they do get there, 
you will connect if that makes sense. It's a, it's a good move. I mean, I don't see it as a bad thing necessarily. Yeah. I mean, as long as like including this X55 modem doesn't just destroy batteries and it shouldn't, it should be fairly efficient. If you don't have millimeter wave enables, it's probably going to be fine. Like T-Mobile's like the current phones are selling right now for the launch of their network. OnePlus 7T Pro 5G and the Galaxy S10 Plus 5G. Like those fans, those phones work on their low band and they will also work on the Sprint mid-band 5G um, should these two ever combine. And like those phones should just work. They Like the battery drain shouldn't be obnoxious. They should be just as good, if not better, than your LTE. It's the millimeter wave that kind of kills everything, which is weird that Verizon is so stuck with that. But um, yeah, so... You're going to buy a flagship phone next year, assuming you do. Mm-hmm. It it will have 5G. You may not ever connect to 5G, but it will have 5G. It's kind of the takeaway, I think. I mean, the 865 sounds nice. Got some cool stuff going on there. Uh, we can update the GPU drivers on it through Google Play. Kind of a big deal, right? Like, I know gaming bros like love updating GPU drivers. It's like their favorite thing to do on Windows computers. You can do that on your phone now. Hmm. Like I was writing that story. I'm going, okay, what are the benefits of this? And I'm like, yeah, they're probably just like squash bugs and help with some performance issues. Like you can't really issue a whole bunch of new features to through a GPU driver. Can you, somebody can correct me on that. I'm just assuming it's mostly like a performance thing. They're going to try to improve here and there. Hmm. So, uh, but that's cool though. Google play. Like I don't, we don't know how that's going to work. If it's going to be like a Google Play update thing, like those uh, security patches that Android 10 is doing, um, or, or if you're going to get an actual notification, if there's like a Qualcomm GPU app that updates, to be honest, I have no idea how that's going to work, but it's fun. We like updates. Uh, the other thing the 865 is going to support that's like a future thing that, you know, it's probably not going to affect us for a really long time, but I like the idea of mobile driver's license. So when Android 11 or Android R gets here, uh, it will support mobile driver's license, mobile electronic ID, and the Qualcomm Snapdragon 865 has enough security fun stuff going on in the background that it will support that. So you, you could, you know, theoretically leave your your wallet at home and just have an ID on you. I don't know who uh, supports that, what countries, what states, what services, what bar, um, but that's, you know, a thing that's coming. I think that's awesome. I know there's a lot of the, um, a lot of, yeah. Sorry. Criminals. <laughs> well, sure. Wait, no, wait, what about criminals? Uh, there's just a lot of people who probably like, I'm never going to hand my phone over to a cop, you know, and all that stuff. And like, yeah, I totally get that. Like, I get if it you wanna, yeah. And, and that's, that's a fine opinion to have or whatever. But for me, I just see it as like a convenience thing. And I know that's like coming from a place of privilege and I apologize for that. However, I think it would be nice like in the future to be able to hand my phone to the cop. The cop can see my license, my proof of insurance, because here in Oregon, they allow for your phone to act as, you know, to show off the the insurance. And maybe one day I can also have my registration on there or something too, my car's registration. And like, I don't have to fuddle with going into my glove box, I just hand over my phone, which I know probably sounds stupid, or at least I can show it to him, right, while I hold it, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, just 
I don't know. I mean, I see it as a good thing, but at the same time, I see where people are coming from who are concerned about privacy and, you know, things like that. So, yeah, I I mean, I I get why people have concerns about that stuff. Like having everything on your phone is certainly something that people should be worried about. That said, as a convenience thing, it would be nice to like go to the airport and not have your wallet. Right. If you forget your wallet, you just pull it like so things like that. Right. Or if, again, I'm at a bar and somebody ID, not that anyone's ID in this old face anymore, but I could have it just in case. So there's things like that. But I also get why people are worried to have all of that information on their phone. That's uh, I mean, like we're constantly seeing reports of this getting hacked, that getting hacked, security breach here, security breach there. Now we're going to trust everyone with our ID. Like, you know, there's there's some there's some things to worry about there. So uh, but that is the thing apparently coming in Android 11. Android R and the Snapdragon 865 will support that. Um, that's kind of it for the 865. Again, if you buy a new phone next year, that's a flagship level. It'll have it and it'll have 5G. Uh, which carrier and the experience you get from that is going to differ greatly. Again, T-Mobile just this week, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? I think the third, there two days ago, I don't know, whatever it was, they launched their 5G network. It's supposedly nationwide. It's low band. If you connect to it, it's not going to blow you away with speeds. You, you'll you get a bump over 4G LTE, possibly, depending on where you are. You might see max speeds like maybe 200 down if you're really close to a tower. The nice thing about their network is it's low band. It stretches really far. That's why they're able to say we have nationwide 5G. It stretches. You'll connect. You'll see a 5G logo a lot if you're on T-Mobile and have a supported phone. That's cool. AT&T also launched similar low band 5G in limited markets, and they're going to go five. They're going to go nationwide fairly soon. Uh, I think early next year. So they'll also have 5G everywhere. Again, it's the low band stuff. It's not that fast. What we're waiting for is mid-band, which Sprint has basically all of. <laughs> and we need T-Mobile and them to merge. If I mean, I'm not saying I fully support them. I'm just saying if they merge, T-Mobile will then have low and mid, and you'll see some speed increases there, and you'll have great connectivity. I'm telling there you. There is if, a benefit to it. Yeah. If those two actually are allowed to combine and they make that network, they might have the network. Like 5G is it's here, right? And everyone's uh, really everyone's really excited about it. Verizon should be scared. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie about that merger happening because I don't know that Verizon has the assets in terms of spectrum to create what those two can create like right now. Like Sprint's ready to fire up the old mid band, and if they combine that with T-Mobile, I, I, like so th- again, this is kind of something I want to put together some sort of story on on how far behind I think Verizon might be, and they're and that no one's really talking about because I don't know what they're going to do beyond millimeter wave. In the five G investment, like in that race, I would say they are behind. However, Verizon still dominates in the rural areas you know like say my mom for example she lives outside of sacramento um and her coverage besides verizon's the only carrier that offers decent cell service in her area i mean (laughs) everything else is crap and i know it's like that a lot of places in the country so it really depends i think on how much you know people in the metro areas they're going to value say those speeds more so than anything whereas people who live outside of a city they just value being able to connect to any type of network so While in the 5G race, Verizon is still behind. Verizon puts so much uh, money into how far their network stretches across the country that I don't really see it being too much of a negative at this time. However, you know, five 
years in yeah. in the future, it could definitely maybe come back to bite them. But they still have so much money, man. Like if they wanted to, they could do something. But I just don't know if there's too much of a rush maybe on their part. They just have to start buying Spectrum, I believe. So, yeah. and if they do that, <clears throat> again, I'll, I'll I'll look more in this. I'll write something on this because it actually interests me because Verizon's been that. so far ahead for so long with the from three G to four G LT, like you just talked about. And small towns in the middle of nowhere, wherever they've always kind of been known as the best network for their rock solid everything. But when it comes to five G, like I don't know that they're in position to quite get there. Then I'll I'll update you guys on this. Uh, okay. So what, what you quick, uh, we do have a video up if anyone's interested in taking a look at like, you know, Verizon 5G millimeter stuff. We do have a, a video up on our site uh, that that shows off 5G, 5G in action. Yeah, millimeter wave Verizon in action. 5G ultra wideband millimeter wave. Yeah, uh, yeah so we download gigabits and gigabits, <laughs> gigabytes and gigabytes of data in seconds and overheat a Galaxy Note 10 plus 5G. Yay. S, S, S10 plus 5G? No, I can't remember. I think it was uh, a either, Note 10 plus 5G. I think so, too. Yeah. Either way, we killed a whole bunch of data and also oh. murdered the phone, melted it almost. Bye-bye data. That's kind of weird, you know, if you think about that. Like, I mean, that was that was actual data. We downloaded it, deleted it. And then download it again. Like, where did all that data go? It was a total waste. It was. It wasn't our phone, so it's fine. Nope. Not our data. It was Verizon's data. That's right. Yep. Suckers. (laughs) Uh, Rashad says, I think Verizon knows something that we don't. They they may. There's going to be a bunch of unlicensed spectrum, I believe, they're going to try to use to help. Um and again, I don't want to just throw a bunch of stuff out there before I like have this all lined up, but I just I think they're lacking in low and mid-band spectrum, and I don't know what they're gonna do. Again, I'll, I'll try to confirm all this. I don't want to like put a bunch of wrong information out there. Uh how often do they sell spectrum? I think the FCC just opened up some. They're probably gonna open up more. I, the 5G thing is very, 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 very confusing. Rumor life. Rumor life. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want to get into that. I just, so that's why I'm kind of holding back on before I'm just shitting all over Verizon's 5G future. Okay. Okay. Uh, Motorola. Let's talk about Motorola for a second. Motorola will always, you know, just hold a little piece of the heart and uh, at, well, that could change. Um, Yeah. You're, yeah, you're right there. Um, (laughs) That's right. They didn't invite us to their Razor thing. Oh, They they took the stage at Qualcomm's thing and talked about their future. First of all, they said for the last five quarters they've been profitable, uh, which which may sound weird to everyone no. because they haven't released any notable phones. Um, but what they're doing is selling a whole lot. Well, so they cut everything down, so their operating costs are probably nothing, and then they're selling a whole bunch of mid range phones to everyone that their margins are probably great on and things like that. So that's what they. I think they said five straight quarters they've been profitable. Um, and uh, I believe, and that's after like who knows how many years of not being profitable. So it's worth noting. Uh, but they're doing that with media or mid-range phones. However, they said with the launch of the A65, it is time to return to the premium segment. Because because if you think about it, when was the last premium phone they made? The Z2 Force or something? Yeah, some Z. Because remember, like the the Z3 came out and it was using like the previous year's snapdragon processor like remember a whole bunch of media went to chicago for it and they showed this phone and we all went 
did, did you just say like the Snapdragon 821 or we did something like that? We were, something like that. Yeah. Did you really just say last year's process? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just tried to brush it off. And then we all just wrote the phone off because we're like, this isn't like a competing phone. Um, and then last year, this no, actually this year with the Z4, they kind of did something similar. I don't even know what the processor is in the Z4. Actually, is it a 600 series? 700? I can't even remember. It's not a top tier phone. So they, again, two years in a row, no real flagship presence. They said 2020, they are returning. They're returning to the premium segment. And to be honest, I'm sort of excited. Not that I have a lot of trust in what they'll do. Uh, however, we just need some more options. I feel like the last oh. couple of years, we've really seen the shrinkage 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 of choices obviously samsung phones have always been there um we like google's phones i know a lot of the rest of the world doesn't but we like them we consider them a choice and the OnePlus phones we like their phones a lot i'm talking just droid life i don't know the industry damn trends we know everyone just buys samsung phones but in our little neck of the woods here at old droid life samsung google OnePlus, and then you know like lg's kind of fallen off like i feel like they haven't done much cool new fresh in a while and then motorola obviously disappeared because we don't really review mid-range phones not really in our realm so we've got three choices and i'm excited for some like motorola to return let's just see what they can do by the way the razor i i know it's like 1500 bucks spec wise and stuff it's not a premium phone i know they're considering it a premium because of the price (laughs) it's not really right it's like I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that it's a premium device necessarily spec wise, but it's certainly a premium, very nice. <laughs> sexy device. It is still want it, but yeah, I mean, you know, Motorola they uh, they shunned us, and you know that's totally fine. That's up to them. But um, is just know, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we where would they forget. be? We never Not forget. No, no. Pair for. Are. I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't have any plans to like hate on Motorola because of that. No. I don't. I don't get offended like that anymore. I've been doing this for ten years. I've been doing this for ten years. People can shun us all they want. Damn it! <clears throat> I would totally take a remake of the Moto X. Sure, um, either the original or oh, that yeah. the X2 was it, um, or like the uh, the Ultra, the Pure Ultra, whatever it was. Pure edition, pure ultra. Yeah, remember how confusing pure that was? Edition. Yeah, just give me the leather, give me the bamboo. Like, man, those phones were so hot, and the always on displays were like first like a thing, and it was just good stuff. Moto display, whatever it was called. Man, those good times. If they could seriously do that, bring back that line of phones, how excited would we be? Oh my, it would probably be even if it was terrible, we would be excited. God, we love those phones. So anyway, they're, they're coming back. Premium category, expect something. Probably early 2020 is actually what they said. And they weren't just talking about the Razer. They were talking about a new, another new phone. So we should get an 865 5G premium phone from Motorola. And, you know, that's pretty exciting. It's at least, you know, at least they're trying again, which is great. I love people try. I'm down for trying. Next will be HTC. And it's, it'll <laughs> no. be like 2012 all over again. It's, it's going to be awesome. HTC is just done. HTC is done. I would do like one of those prediction things that I do where I'm like, <laughs> HTC is done. And then like they're like tomorrow they'll announce a new phone. So I'm not going to do that. I'm just saying like they're done. Right. They keep, they, I mean, they just say focus on all the wrong stuff, you know, like VR, like, I mean, sure. They've got one of the best VR headsets on the market, but like it's VR. So who cares? <laughs> 
Uh, and then, you know, they don't even make phones anymore. The last phones that came out with somebody else made them for them and they just branded them. They got those awesome Bitcoin phones, though. Yeah, the Exoduses or whatever. That's right. They had something else, though, recently <laughs> that was a mid ranger overseas and like they didn't even make them. So, yeah, Brandon saying, please don't write it. I'm excited for Motorola in 2020 article. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of need to now, though, don't I? And, uh, I mean, well, Super because yeah, it is. It is exciting. You make a fair point. So I totally would. Tempted to. I'm super excited for the comeback. Maybe we should just write the article that says, please make your premium comeback as the rebirth of the Moto X or something. That might be more fun. That could be Jot jot that down. Someone jot that. Remind us. What we need is a 2020 Moto X. Yeah. Okay. HTC CEO said 2020 that we'll be back. Where? Somebody show me this. Somebody show me. And who's their CEO these days? (laughs) Because uh, I forget her name right off, but she left, right? Cher? Cher. I I think Cher left just to do VR a while ago. Oh, here we go. In October. In October. Stopped innovating on smartphones. Uh... I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading. Two weeks ago, the company announced Wang was stepping down. Oh, yeah. Cher Wang just left like a month ago. <clears throat> this shows you how closely we follow HTC at this point. Uh, they hired somebody else. Da, 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 da. How da, exciting. Da, I'm reading. Bring it back. Hey, if they're coming back, that's great. Uh, he, he likes 5G. What else does he like? You know, the 2020 would be the starting point for 5G. I don't know what he's saying. All right, that's that's good though. If they're gonna if they're gonna make the attempt, I'm down with that. <clears throat> yeah, well, in, so in September of this year, uh, I see a headline from Forbes saying virtual reality with 5G looks to be the future um, for HTC. So that's not gonna do it. Um, because again who cares about vr even with 5g so yeah i mean i got faith If they're gonna do it let's 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 do it htc i think i liked one or two of their phones like four or five six seven years ago oh don't be ridiculous uh they got some good stuff i mean the hardware seems solid you know their software took a little bit but they sold all those people to google you know I, it's not. I mean, it's not going to take you know a ton of smart people. I think to outdo what the, that team has been doing over with Google. So, oh man, I, I like that. There's some <laughs> shots fired, folks, right there. That's so that? pretty. That's a hot take. <laughs> that is quite the take. Ooh, okay. I could uh, do better for less than a billion dollars. I think so. So be hey, it. possibly. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk uh, Android update for the month. This, this might be a short show. Mm. Uh, December's Android patch is here for most Pixel phones. So this is number one, the final update for the Pixel Pixel XL, the original Pixels. This is it. They're they're, they're done. Google said we skipped November. We're going to patch some things in December, and that's it. So original Pixel Pixel XL, you are you're done for. Um, rest in peace, R-I-P. good good friends. Um, as for everyone else, the update is already out for the 3A, 3, and 2. You can grab that bad boy now. Uh, as far as what it changes for you guys, 
not much Bluetooth pairing kind of it. Uh, there's also a feature we believe that's coming probably like next week. Um, it's called pixel wallet in the power menu. So what you're going to be able to do is press and hold on your power button on your phone, pixel two through four, and it'll fire up this like shortcut that you can launch into Google pay and grab cards or whatever you need to pay for switch cards, that sort of thing. It should be fun. Um, it was in one of the betas for Android Q and then it disappeared. Google's never mentioned it. And then they, I don't know if they slipped up mentioning this in the change log for this update or what, but it's coming. Uh, why I think it's coming next week is because the pixel four update was not released this week, but will be released next week. <clears throat> so mm. if you own a pixel four, that's, that's why like two months in a row, pixel four updates been really late. Cause November, didn't you not get your November update until like the end of the month or something? Correct. So that's not good. No, we're, uh, we're two monthly updates into the phone and both have been delayed. I don't know what the deal is there. Um, so Pixel 4 update next week. We should get this cool power switching card thing, which is fun. Um, for the Pixel 4 and 4XL, they actually changed or fixed a bunch of stuff. There was some static noise issues in third-party camera apps and Spotify. They put a dark mode support in the bootloader. <laughs> Is that is does that mean like just the boot screen? Is that like a typo? You know, because the boot screen you can flip it between white and black depending on what your phone's theme set to. Is that what they're talking about? Because why the bootloader is always black? Yeah, but it's always yeah, I black. Know. I don't know either. Uh, is it I'm though? assuming I'm assuming so they're meaning the boot screen. Boot up. Um, yeah. Animation. They fixed a pairing issue with Garmin devices on Pixel Four. A display flicker. Um, haptics vibration intensity. Some stuff next week, next week. Oh yeah. Somebody in the, in the chat just mentioned the recorder app. So as a part of this update, uh, some older phones got some new stuff like the Google recorder app, the voice recorder app that does real time translation for, or transcription. You can search between it and share and all that stuff. That's now available on older pixel devices and the live caption feature from the Pixel 4 where you can play a video on your phone, turn the sound off and have a live caption showing while you're playing that. That nice. is now in the Pixel 3A and 3. I do not believe that came to the 2. Um, oh. And it's a fabulous feature. So, Absolutely Very nice. Fabulous. I have actually, I just opened the recorder, recorder app for the first time ever on this device. Nice. And I'm, I'm watching it uh, transcribe what I'm saying. And oh, nice. Holy moly, it's pretty good. I've uh, never, I've never used it. Exclamation point. Yeah, so you never use it. It says, welcome. Welcome to the recorder app. You've never opened me. Yeah. Yeah. It's mad. Not that I think it's a terrible app. It's probably awesome. I just, you know, I I haven't had to transcribe anything, record anything. Well, we're probably going to be using this quite a bit at uh, CES. I mean, with all the interviews we do and the in-depth analysis. And I could definitely see the recorder app being pretty awesome. That's true. You know, we do a lot of work at CES where we might... Yeah, we don't do anything fun during season. And that's why I hate going. It's just work, work, work. It's yeah. like we're in Vegas, man. We should live a little. Get some dinner or something. It sucks. <laughs> anyway. In case you guys don't know, Tim's like completely joking. We don't do much work and we do go to dinner like every night and <laughs> drink plenty and that sort of thing. CES is a great time. Uh, if yeah. anyone's going to be in Vegas this year for CES or if you live in the area, feel free to hit us up. We always love hanging out with people. I love meeting people, shooting the shooting the ish. Yes. I think we're there the 5th through the ninth or something. I swear we shorten the trip every year because CES is CES. 
Um, all right. Uh, this is a couple week old news now because we took a few weeks off. But S11 renders from Sir On Leaks mm. have dropped. So we, we're pretty Sir. sure we know what the S11, S11 Plus, and S11e all look like. They look uh, note-ish. They have the centered hole punch. No double wide hole punch on the even the 11 plus. We're just going singles up there. And uh, on the back, though, holy camera housing. Uh, so <laughs> if, so if you've seen uh, if you've seen this phone, just like like Times double. Yeah. So like the S11s, we got this, this square black thing. And on the S11, it's like it's down. It's like down here. I'm, has somebody done the like Photoshop meme here where it's like the whole thing is like a black camera housing? Probably Should not. Be. Just drop it. And this is the back of the S11. Got it. Um, so, uh, it you know, it looks like a, they look like Samsung phone. Actually kind of remind me of Huawei phones a little bit. Not going to lie. Um, that polish back with the like cur- like the edges to them. Something about that reminds me of Huawei phones. Uh, maybe it's like the cutout thing around the power buttons or something. I'm not totally sure. Uh, they look very, uh, you know, they look Samsung-y too. Not going to take away from Samsung's design language. But the the camera setup, well, I th- what are the rumors? 108 megapixel sensor on the back. Uh, 5X zoom, I think. Uh, 8K recording. I think Sam Mobile found a battery picture today that showed the S11 Plus might have a 5,000 milliamp hour battery, which is, uh, that's wild. Google's putting 2,800 milliamp hour batteries in phones, and Samsung's like, we'll double that. We'll double you, Googs. Um, So all of these phones, SE up through the S11 Plus, all have the same exact design and just kind of a different camera setup on the back. Like the, where's the E at? So like the E probably has one less camera. And then, then the 11 and the 11 has what one less camera than the 11 plus or <laughs> something like that. Maybe slightly different setup. So depending on which phone you get, you'll get a different camera. So no headphone jacks, not even on the E it looks like that sucks. Mm. Uh, so, so no headphone jacks. So right. Cause the S 10 all had headphone jacks, right? The note 10 was the first non headphone Jackie Samsung phone. So S line rest in peace, headphone jacks. Right, I'm pretty sure my E back there has a headphone jack. Yeah, I'm looking Chat. at, it, looking at Chat a 10 Plus this. right now, and I see a headphone jack. So, yeah, so S11 will be the first S line with no headphone jacks. Sad, sad times. Is this a 10? Yep. Oh, so yeah, dude. Woo. This big is old awesome. headphone jack. Yeah, big old yeah, headphone jack. Big oh, that's old the like ceramic jack. one. Yeah. yeah, I got that white ceramic still. Holy moly! I will say though that after being the the early hater of this design on the back, I and and Samsung's going to double it, right? I prefer that to what you just showed me. I never liked that straight across the back thing oh. of the yeah. I never liked that. I'd rather have this. I don't know why. Maybe I've just you know. It's because I've changed. changed. I've changed. This doesn't look bad at all. Like I, I, you know, I and I actually I like. I like what Samsung's doing with this big old camera housing. It's so big. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's totally large, but hey, man, this thing might have some killer camera action going on. So the cameras are going to be stupid good. Yep. <clears throat> Tre- yeah. Trevor, I've, I've changed. I've certainly yep. changed. Well, yeah, yeah, I can Kellen. admit, I can admit change. Kellen's speaking getting a little, of, little less crusty. Change. Speaking oh, of change, God. 
this is just gross, right? So yeah, on, kind of on that note, uh, our, the next thing we were talking about was actually this. Uh, Galaxy Watch Active 2. I wrote a probably unnecessarily long piece about how I think as a, if you want a smart watch, you should just buy this watch. Um, I'm no longer a Wear OS fanboy. I apologize um, to those of you who were with me on that journey. It was a good journey. <laughs> <laughs> the Fossil Gen 5 is still still back behind one of these shoulders. Um, I think I updated it yesterday and it took about seven hours to update because it can't actually update an app and the software at the same time without like melting into its charger. So I think it did it, but uh, this is uh, I, have to, I, I mean, I could focus it up here, but that's like a lot of work. Watch active Two. this is the 44 mil. I also had a 40 mil for a while that I was testing this. Watch, this is the best smartwatch you can buy. Just Tizen sucks, but Does this thing lasts. notifications good. It's, I don't like the notifications as good as on Wear OS, but when you kind of just like accept that, like it's not, they're okay. (laughs) You like the, you like the other stuff because it does fitness stuff without dying in an hour. Right. So like a week. So what kind of got me to write this post was I'd spent a weekend. I was like, let's see how long the battery in this thing lasts. So like on a Saturday (laughs) and Sunday wore it with GPS for a couple runs and all day and all night to do sleep tracking. Didn't take it off for two full days and it lasted through that where OS watches, you know, they, they last like a full day, but they, and that's probably not while taking them on a run. Also, that's just using notifications. So battery life. Great. Uh, it's telling me to stand up now. It tracks sleep, which that doesn't, the display is so good on this thing. Like you can see all punchy color. That is right there. It is, uh, yeah, I don't need to talk too much about it because I know not everyone loves the uh, smartwatch scene like I do. <laughs> if you want a smartwatch, though, just buy it. And for Black Friday, it was like 50 bucks off both of them. Just buy it. Just buy it, just buy it he says. Just Show us it. all the Samsung apps on your Pixel. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, gotcha. I know. I, ha- I do have a Galaxy Watch app. The thing is, Wear OS guys, you also <laughs> have to have a Wear OS app. So now I have just the Galaxy app. You know, uh, it probably installed a bunch of garbage in the background, though, like plugins or something. But we're just going to ignore those. We're just going to we're just going to ignore those. OK, uh, this watch, though, it actually feels modern and the performance doesn't stink. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Mm. You should buy one. If you, if you want a smart watch, you should buy this one. Not any of the other ones, just the two. This thing. I have a Galaxy watch. It sucks. I didn't use the watch active. I've heard people say it's fine. I've used older ones. They weren't good. This one is actually good. Okay. All right. In, in news that uh, just made Tim's year, uh, LG is updating their Android skin to UX 9.0. This is big. This is big. Tim spends every single year trashing on LG's UX like no one else. And I don't like it either, but I get this feeling that it like really just eats away at your insides whenever you have to hold an LG phone and think about reviewing the software. Um, so UX nine, it, I think that the initial comparison everyone's making is, Oh, it just looks like Samsung's one UI. And you know, it kind of oh. does. <laughs> it kinda does, but there's some bold fun. Wait, wait, they pulled the video of it. Did you see that? I'm like on no. that post right now. They pulled the video. What happened to it? 
I don't know. Did they not mean to post it? Because there was a lot of times when they post videos like this, they usually post a blog post. And I remember looking for the blog post or the press release about it, and there wasn't one. They actually pulled the video. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, well. <laughs> I can't even talk about it anymore. I was going to, like, fire it up. We have one picture of it at the top. Um, yeah, it looks very Samsung. That's a good thing because Samsung One UI is actually pretty good and LG's UX was awful. And so I'm looking forward to that. I guess we'll just have to see if we get it on an actual phone anytime soon. I believe they said it's coming to the G8X, which we're giving away from Sprint. Uh, mm-hmm. um, this is what LG has been needing to do for quite some time. You know, if they wanted to, you know, take themselves seriously in the software department i mean their software has been the same since like the g2 um circular it seems terrible like it, right? looking yeah i mean the g3 in like for sure for sure these are really course, pale colors and stuff that just look weird i don't know it's just it just like it doesn't <clears throat> appeal to me right and so right. you know whenever i bash it i always kind of feel bad because you know i know there's I know there's at least two people for sure who really like LG's phones. Um, so I feel bad, like kind of like knocking them for really liking it. But like, dude, come on. Like the skin is, it's not that it's good. Dated. right? It's, it's super dated. dated. And this is what they need. And this is all I've been asking for. And kind of like what Samsung did with one UI. Like you just, you put in the investment uh, to make the, the people happy. And I understand if they're not selling phones in the, the number that Samsung is right. So like, I get it, but this is what needed to be done. And if the software is really good, like I've always enjoyed LG's hardware. I mean, they, they're the first ones. You actually make good hardware. They're the first ones who took the cameras and then they made it flush with the backside. So like things are nice. Like the G eight was good hardware. Um, I liked that phone minus the software. Um, their cameras are just fine. So they were one of the first to do the ultra wide and everyone loves ultra wide now. And they did it. Exactly. And they, <laughs> they did, did it. it. They lead the way. And they were the first ones to give us really, really crappy, like hand gesture stuff from the front with the air stuff. So, and they did it. Um, speaking of which, uh, what's that motion sense or whatever? They, I don't dude. know. I turned that shit off a long time ago. So worthless. Google. What? are you doing <laughs> I turned it off it turned it off i have not even thought about turning it back on actually no i thought about it once because it got an update through google play there's like a motion sense app that updated and i went oh cool maybe i should turn them back on and see what was new it, there's nothing new nothing new yeah so not uh so the whole front gesture thing we now know is totally worthless and no one needs it because you literally have a screen right in front of your face and you can just touch it because you're already holding it but you can reach you can reach in that no, no, no. So I was trying to think in that. Oh, uh, you're talking about LG. Well, no, both. About motion I, was, sense well. I was thinking about both, but in that product video that Google posted, like the phone was just in front of her. She wasn't actually holding the phone, right? When she does the swipe. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah that's stupid. Like she could just literally go up and she, her hands already up, like just touch it. So much quicker. To touch. Yeah. So, <laughs> so LG needs to stay away from the gimmicky nonsense. Everyone on the internet said it's gimmick, it's a gimmick, except of course like two people on the internet. I won't name names, but there are a couple of people who really like LG, and uh, and we're all biased or whatever because we don't like LG. Like, dude, I don't care. I don't care enough to be biased. Like, does that make sense? Seems, well, like yeah. we care, but like we don't have a reason to be biased. 
Sure. Right. Yeah. No, I care because I want there to be a lot of options, like good options for people yeah. to buy. LG hasn't been a good option for years since the G3. So I want LG to be great again. Deal Charles says motion sense worked good for me when I was working out. I, that makes sense. I totally like there are use cases for sure. sure. I think like the problem with motion sense was that it also will just forever. Well, yeah, <laughs> we'll also, that's true too. We'll all, we'll always look back at those early Soli videos. I'll never forget where they're like, look at my fingers. And they were like adjusting volume and twisting. Awesome. And they were doing this like snap thing. Remember? And it was like, whoa. And then none of that made it here. So that's, that's why we, that's why we like to dump on it a little bit. Uh, shout out to Burtzer for always trying to get us to love on some Sony. Um, hey, Android 10 for Sony this week. Yep. Xperia uh, 1 and Xperia 5, the phone that we keep telling everyone each week that we don't know what it is. It's getting Android 10. Android 10. Yeah. Burtzer, there's a Sony shout out. Android 10. Sony. They're at they Best are Buy. at Best Buy. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I have a Sony phone somewhere around here. I forget what it's called because their naming scheme sucks. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh yeah, look, Trevor oh, just Trevor. said the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. What You're not to, an idiot, Trevor. Yeah, we're all confused by it too. Yeah, that's fine. I'm pretty sure there's been like five Xperia ones, <laughs> or is that just definitely <laughs> has been. Yeah, I don't get it. But their hardware is cool. Triluminous. I mean, the Sony's got I love the best that word. marketing people. Triluminous. Oh, it's Tri- great. Lu- Hate spelling it out, but nah, it's good. Yeah. ZZ3. I'm sorry, not ZZZ3. Z Z3. XZ, XZ2. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, as Cold Confession puts, <laughs> nobody wants a rectangle plane phone. I mean, yeah, it's. They certainly are like rectangles, man. man. It's like, kind of rectangle plane. They're all rectangles, but Sony has a way squirrely. of like narrowing them out even more yeah. than putting the fingerprint reader in Candy places bar. I don't want it to be. They're this tall. Yeah. Dude. Are you just happy to see me? Or is that a Sony in your old pocket? That's ridiculous. <laughs> probably probably would work. Oh. Um, and anyway, so back to the point there, LG's updating their skin and that's sort of exciting because I want to see what it actually looks like. I, I'm so I apologize. They pulled the video and we didn't like download it. I didn't think they actually mistakenly posted that thing. So speaking of candy bars real quick, uh, mm-hmm. what is essential up to? <laughs> we need to essential. reach out because I need, a while. I need that little baby device. When was that again? It's been like, it's like over a, a month now. Uh, man. October. Now. It's been two months since since uh, Essential showed off their Project Gem. We haven't heard a single thing about it since. Was it a late like April Fool's or early? I can't tell if it was late or early. Th- that thing looks awesome. I jumped and seen it again for the first time <laughs> since then. And I'm still in love. Oh, it looks so cool. You know what you love so much about it? You know your infatuation with HTC's One X? It has the nipple camera from the One X. Oh, nip cam. It totally has the nip cam, yep. Totally. And then after that, it just looks weird. I don't. I just want to see what it actually, the point of it is, but they... There is no point. No. (laughs) Teased it two months ago for no reason, and now here we are without another word about it. Maybe it'll show up at CES. Maybe it'll be the talk of CES. Oh, it was a Southern Hemisphere April Fools. That makes sense. I wonder if uh, 
if Ruben will ever do another interview again. Ruben should probably distance himself from everything, but like Essential can still be a company, right? Like we can still like Essential and just like not talk about Andy Ruben. Is that like possible? <laughs> because it's I not, not really possible. Uh, it's not really possible, but he should it. probably he should probably just, just you know go maybe away. consider not being the face involved. of the company. Yeah. 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 But then I guess it's not his company anymore. And the only reason we talk about them is because of him. So what a, not a, not a great subject there. Yeah. Guess we'll see what happens when that thing comes out. Uh, Speaking of CEOs, Sundar Pichai, the Sundar Pichai CEO of Google is now also the CEO of Alphabet. Dual CEO roles. I believe in your write-up about this news, you said, I don't know how on earth anyone has time and can compete or can can deal with the stress of being the CEO of two massive. I mean, it's not like Alphabet. I mean, Google's the big part. Alphabet, it's, you know, either way, he's, he's, still. he's a double CEO. Uh, good for Sundar. Seems like he's doing well with Google. I don't know him Google. personally. Seems, seems nice on, you know, on stage. <laughs> Like, does the him. guy sleep? Yeah, I mean, I uh, Riggs is there, and uh, Sundar is a robot confirmed. I mean, yeah, you know, Elon Musk, of course, four <laughs> companies. But, you know, I mean, but, like, I don't, different. for some reason, I feel like Sundar's different, man. Like, Oh, so much different than that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that, I'm sure and not, Sundar will be great. Not to talk smack about Tesla or boring oh, company or let's SpaceX. talk all the trash i love trashing on tesla it's fun yeah just sundar <laughs> he just seems to like not only is he able to run these companies and you know pretty well not call you know, people pedos and stuff yeah like i wouldn't fire union organizers or anything like that like that's it's not my thing but um elon <laughs> in the you know while running these companies has gone a little crazy gone a little psycho <laughs> Maybe he so always maybe, was. That's totally possible. He just yeah. needs to bring it back a little bit. Yeah, maybe get off Twitter. There's a lot of people who need to get off Twitter. And like I you know, it's yeah. totally it's your right as a yeah. person to use Twitter and speak what you want, but some of the things you say are kind of stupid. So yeah. dial it back, Elon. Make a new yeah. truck. There's some interesting stuff going on in here. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Bring up Tesla and shit gets weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Sundar. Cybertruck. Yes, yeah, Cybertruck. It's not really on our radar of, of topics, but uh, the Cybertruck is stupid. Cybertruck is stupid? Yes. Dude, if I had 60 grand laying around, like, I'd probably get a Cybertruck just so I could be the guy who in the neighborhood who's got a freaking Cybertruck. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but do you want to be the guy that has a Cybertruck? I don't know if you do. Droid Life Cybertruck? Like, there's like. There's calling attention to yourself because you own a Lamborghini. Sure. And then there's calling attention to yourself because you got a cyber truck. truck. <laughs> um, you know, I, don't, I, I mean, I think it's, it's cool truck, that you can hammer shape. the thing and it won't dent, but uh, but it will. Dent. <laughs> no, the the, the windows break. This yeah. is one of those things I still haven't figured out. Is is they ran the demo where they dropped glass or balls on glass and didn't break. And they're like, let's do it live crack. Right. The windows break and everyone laughs and it's made everything super awkward. But for safety reasons, don't you need your windows to break? 
Like, well, don't yeah, you well, need, like if I drive Cybertruck and it flips <laughs> over and is on fire or I'm in a river, like, don't I need to be able to break the window out? Well, that's like so a that's thing, a, right? Yeah, well, that's a different thing. So you're talking about like the <laughs> seals that are around the windows under pressure. Those go out like you can kick those out for sure. You don't okay. like break the glass, though, because that's, that's dangerous, because then if you're crawling out, you're going to cut yourself and die. So oh. either way, I just that seems like maybe it should crack. And I get it. If people are saying like, you. you know, the, the sledgehammers, the reason why I break, I, I know I get that. Like these are supposed to be smart people that have done these demos. Like that's just, that's just silly. They should know that either way. It looked really terrible when they broke the window and it was really funny. You could just see it like eating away at Elon as he's standing there going, these windows, these so windows. The thing that upsets me about our current society and the same thing happened with AirPods. Um, and a whole bunch of the, like, we, we see something and our first initial reaction is like, oh man, that that's ugly. That's stupid looking, you know, the, the memes, bro, gotta do it for the memes and people, you know, there's like a backlash, but it's not like a real backlash. It's just different. It's different. So, and the, the first people to roll out in the cyber truck, sure. They might get laughed at, but like, as soon as more people start adopting it, it's going to be the cool thing to have. Now everyone's walking around with AirPods. (laughs) And Everyone's it, copying the AirPods. Exactly. So it's just gonna be it's gonna be adopted slowly or whatever. But it's it's the same thing. When something looks different, it gets mocked, and, and that's just humanity in general, man. We're all terrible humans. We are terrible. We are. People we, we hate everything different until or new. it's until it's in and like the cool thing to do. So just wait till the, all the influencers are driving their their Cybertruck, yeah. and then everyone will go with AirPods in, and we with will AirPods. all want. Cybertruck. I'm just waiting for influencers. That's who I'm waiting for. I wish I was because we are not influencers. <laughs> if I if I could get a Cybertruck just for being an influencer, hey man, that's pretty cool. The I can just start piece, working man. out of the Cybertruck. That'll be my office. Buy a Cybertruck as my mobile <laughs> office, then I would what? be an influencer. Here's the Instagram picture. I'm really not looking forward to. It's going to be some dude. With the tailgate of the Cybertruck open, it's going to be nothing but like Yeezy boxes and Supreme sweatshirts. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to say giveaway. And, yeah. and I'm just going to have to kill myself. Oh, it's the hype beast truck. It is. It, You're right. It's the hype beast it, truck. It's going to, and he's going to be wearing a freaking fanny pack or like one of those, like, you know, chest things bag, that go around. Yeah. The, oh, Definitely hell. a chest bag with way too much Supreme and some Yeezys and a, and a, yeah, a bed full of, extra Yeezys and Supremes. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah, that's totally happening, dude. (laughs) So we're, we're all doomed. We we are doomed. (laughs) The thing is like the cyber truck, because of your explanation of people hate everything new, but it'll be cool. It had a chance until what you just said, (laughs) it will never now be cool because of the, the hype beast influencer bros that are going to be driving them. Oh no. Douche tubers. No, <sighs> basically every like youtube gamer guy shout out to the uh to the influencers love them love them so much y'all ready for some trivia yeah let's do trivia let's do that trivia trivia let me get my lights going hotness oh, i actually there fixed my lights i could turn on some colored lights too these days oh, trivia days 
All right. Uh, if you're new around here, uh, we do trivia at the end of every DL show. It is five questions, five and uh, five winners. So one winner per question. You just watch live, hang out in YouTube. So at the end of the show, we do this. You can type your answers to the questions as fast as you can uh, as you type those. And we look at our chat. And if you're first to answer correctly on our screen, because your screen may be different. We have mm-hmm. that that live feed. You might have a slight delay. We will shout your name out. You win a prize. It's very simple. Tim yells the question out, not yells it. He speaks it. We put it up on the screen. You have multiple ways to do this. Some people in the chat are typing 144P. That's because, you know, they're trying to get that super quick connection. Dang, Sometimes dang. people pull up in my driveway. Whoop, whoop. I don't see anyone today. So it's open if you want to come pull up right now. And uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, if, what you win today. Oh, I haven't sorry, seen Eric win. today. Yeah. Uh, what you win today is uh, $10 Google Play credit if you are a winner. So everyone that wins, all five winners get $10 Google Play credit. That's pretty much it. <clears throat> oh, my back. Okay, um, so today we've got uh, we've got Qualcomm edition uh, to celebrate the launch of the A sixty five. This is not in no way, shape, or form sponsored or anything by Qualcomm. I just felt like, hey, it's uh, let's freaking Qualcomm theme it. So Sarah's on the way. Sarah, oh, oh. not here yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> Brett just type for rip Eric Cortez. Come on now, just because the man doesn't show up once. Good luck on that work Wi-Fi, Sarah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So, I mean, if you read up on Qualcomm for this, then you're you're probably going to be in a pretty good spot. I do have a couple of questions. It might be a little toughy, but we'll see. Uh, random note, Nikkei. Pip- this is not live on Twitch. Is this live on Twitch? We are not live on Twitch. We have thought Unless about making someone that. someone is stripping it and putting it on Twitch right now. Yeah. I don't think anyone's doing that, but you never know. That's actually something weird. we've we've talked about, though. So uh, stay tuned on that front. Hashtag switch to Twitch. <laughs> I don't know. 2020. Oh, okay. Ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. Thank you. Uh, question uh, number one, please. Question number one is up now. What does GPU stand for? Now, I know this isn't like a Qualcomm question, but this is Qualcomm related, I suppose. What does GPU stand for? And I need proper spelling, please. Okay. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i gotta go with zachary webb who's got the full graphics processing Ooh. units all spelled correctly i can't accept graph processing i can't accept graphic processing graphics processing unit zachary webb congratulations it is actually the full correct term is graphics sorry julian sorry sorry soccer burn soccer burn shout out to soccer burn super fast Graphic penile urine? Nope. <laughs> nice try, Ben. <laughs> Perfect, though. <clears throat> okay. Uh, all right. Qualcomm-related questions starting now. Question number two, please. Question number two is up now. What U.S. city is home to Qualcomm's global headquarters? Global oh, HQ. What city is home to Qualcomm's global HQ? Oh, boy. Julian. Back with it. The correct answer of San Diego. Julian's got that quick, quick connection today. He does. He's on 5G. He's definitely on Qualcomm 5G. Congratulations, Julian. Winner of Julian. $10 Google Play credit. Nice. Coronado. Nice, nice. You're the man, Julian. All right. I bet. Yeah, I mean, they got some solid offices in San Diego. Plus, if you go to... Uh, 
Oh, he did What's say I pass their offices all the time. He really is, I think, in San Diego. Yeah. Oh, you were just born for this then. Yeah, this is your is. trivia. Too bad. You can only win once, though, but keep answering. <laughs> uh, Nikkei, yes, we do do this weekly. So, we all sure right. Do. Question number three, please. Question number three is up now. Powered by a Snapdragon S2 processor, what was the first Android phone to feature Verizon 4G LTE connectivity? Holy God, that's a long question. <clears throat> it is. Oh, thank goodness I don't have to read it again. Trevor McGrath with the correct answer of the <laughs> Thunderbolt from HTC. The greatest phone ever made. Nice. The worst phone ever, <laughs> says Soccer Burn. Get out. <laughs> Four and a half hour battery life if you uh, were lucky on LTE. <laughs> Phone was a giant turd, <laughs> says Trevor. We need uh, we definitely need like a TBT write up on the Thunderbolt. I wonder if I still have one somewhere like in the closet. I bet I do. The Thunderbolt. What, what was an the awful uh, phone? <clears throat> the other name, the Thunder Dolt. Thunder Dolt. So, I forget. It was so Either way. We got to see that phone hands on at CES, and it's one of our, was, one of our cleanest videos ever. When we got that, that hands our, on, that was our first CES, if I'm not mistaken, first or second. Mm, yeah. s- hmm. Was that? Nah, that couldn't have been 2010. No, oh, we weren't. No, we didn't go in 2010. It was 2011. It might have been. Might have mm. been our first CES. Okay, we walked way to the back corner. Way it was way time. back there. <clears throat> it was deep. All right. Uh, question number four, please. Here we go. Question number four. Oh, now. Ooh, here's a toughie. In what year did Qualcomm release its first Snapdragon product? Ooh. Whoa, Jackson, oh what? God, Jackson. You... How do you even know that? And oh. how do you have that that quick? That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. <laughs> You'd barely finish reading. He is not outside. Maybe the your house. <laughs> Maybe, man. Two- 2007 Jackson with the insane quick Charles with the 1985 ad. You never know. Could have been. Congratulations, Jackson. I had that copied and pasted. You are crazy. Smart. Crazy. He read the wiki. Ah, the wiki. All right. Everyone get your Google fingers ready because you might need it for this this one. Okay. Uh, Here we go. Question number five, please. Question number five is up now. What is the Snapdragon 865's part number? Mm-hmm. Again, what is the Snapdragon 865's part number? Every Snapdragon you know, processor has had sort of you know a part number. It's a string of numbers after Ooh. two letters. Is that, is that Nate? Yeah, I'm seeing Nate Clements with the correct answer of SM8250. Nice. That's correct. Nice. SM8250. 50. I love it. Ben Jacobs, he's, he's trying really hard, but it's just not working out for him today. It's been a tough day for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's the only one that got that right. Burt's are now in there with it. Yeah. Yeah. SMA 250. That was a good question. Got he's you. got the article up in front of him. Smart man. Smart nice. man. Yep. That is, that is a good place to look. So shout out to our winners, Zachary <laughs> Webb. We know, ben. Julian Coronado, Trevor McGrath, Jackson Neitert, Neitert, I always screw that up, and then Nate Clements. Congratulations to our winners. Winners, I think you all have my email address, but just in case, why don't you go ahead and 
throw me your emails and I'll get you over your Google Play credit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, whew, that was fun. Let's quick, uh, quick uh, trivia. Julian says back to 720p. I think we stream in 1080, don't we? I think we do 1080, 60. You can crank that so. up another notch if you want, brother. I mean, soon we might be going up to 4K with these cams we got, man. Like They don't shoot in 4K. They're old. But they look nice in 1080p. I mean, it's, it looks good enough to be 4K. Actually, I think the stream, okay. I can control the 4K. Like, I could actually turn the whole upscale. thing up. To, yeah, we could. Richard says 480p only. <laughs> Wait, what? It streams in 1080p. We had a little issue when we okay. started it, but it should. Uh, oh, weak VHS cam. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Uh, email, email me, Julian. Um, who was it? Who just said that? Nick Fisher says he got his speaker. Yeah. So, it, in case anyone was a winner last time we did a show, boy, we had a big old shipping error with um, you know our prize sponsors. But we got those prizes out to you this week. You should have them on your doorsteps either yesterday or today. Finally, thanks for your patience in that uh, mm-hmm. regard. And then the holiday didn't help. So. <clears throat> Oh, hey, man, we take care of you. We take care of you. Should have them now, or they should be very close to arriving. Pe- people are getting their DL shirts. Oh, nice. man. Nice, nice, nice. We, we so, kill the prize game. There's no other Android trivia show that does prizes like we do, just so it we're is, clear. It is fun to give away stuff when we have the opportunity to. Yeah. By the way, Sarah Washington dropped a super chat of $4.20 a while ago. Sorry, Sarah. I promise we didn't miss it. Says I got a real job, so I can't watch live anymore. I assume it's, it's at funny. a dispensary. I mean, you got the the four twenty bomb, so could very well be. And then PC seven forty seven Charles just dropped ten bucks. Says, did you get your Stadia? If so, thought oh, we haven't really oh. talked about. No, we have not talked about Stadia. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, Founders Edition color. <laughs> There's the foundies, um, oh. and then here's. This one's for Tim. <gasps> yeah. Um, I just what to say? Yeah, I mean, you can kind of use any controller, but these ones are the ones that work wirelessly to your TV, at least. So if you want to go that route. Uh, what What are my thoughts? Uh, I, I tried it for the first couple of days, um, grabbed a handful of games. They've also given away more games. I think I have six games in the Stadia library now that I can play at any time because they've given a bunch of free ones. You know, it's uh, I haven't I haven't played it in like a good week or so. Um, for me, it all comes down to the game. Like the controller is really nice. The service actually works pretty well, um, particularly like just sitting back and streaming it through a Chromecast Ultra to a TV is kind of nice. Like you just fire it up and it's basically like you have a mini console back there. So like it works very well. It's just got an assistant button that sort of does some things. Um, my problem is just the games I'm picky i basically just play first person army style shooters (laughs) arcade army style shooters basically call of duty is all i play uh so if you could come up with something similar to that like if when it gets uh borderlands 3 you know i may try it at least first person may try that uh but yeah for me it's just been games actually if they would put any of the lego games on i would totally play those like if they put lego harry potter on i'd probably play that like there's some stuff i would play but like it seems like Charles says Destiny 2 is fun. Like Destiny 2, like I don't know anything about the Destiny games. I walked through the tutorial of it and then it put me in this open world, I think. And I had no idea what was going on and I didn't want to take the time to learn it. 
So I have no idea. I downloaded this game called Guilt, which was built specifically for Stadia. I think they're the only ones that have it, maybe. It was okay. And then it uh, it was just too slow and boring. You're like this little girl that sneaks around this haunted town. And you just basically try not to get seen by monsters. And that gets old really quickly. Um, farming, farming simulators simulator. on there. Have not played that. So I don't know. People um, like, I always thought that was like a joke game. But apparently people want to really sin like that they're a farmer. Mm-hmm. Do they have to do like mm-hmm. is the whole like... Uh, you know, the the tariffs and all that stuff. Is that affecting Farming Simulator 19 or no? <laughs> it's okay. There's probably a bailout functionality in there. It's <laughs> probably a farmer socialist bailout feature in there. <clears throat> Simulator. Um, let's see. I tried Metro Exodus. Also, was kind of too boring for me. Uh, what else did I play? It's like it's called Metro Exodus or something. It's a first person oh. game where you're like in this frozen terrible russian world where there's monsters and stuff yeah i mean it wasn't terrible it was just kind of more i, I don't know i try i swear i tried to play something else oh there's like a it's like a samurai showdown game sort of a fighter street fighter style game not really my thing i suck at them so i don't know like when nba 2k20 comes out maybe i'll play that but that's not out yet so you know i don't know i, I like the service i just need some games that's all Give me some games. I'll give it a shot. There's me, no like, the games bunny. on the service, man. No. That thing sucks. And like, there there's something no about games, paying ten dollars a month for access to this, and still having like buy games <clears throat> on top of it, and not even getting like really good discounts. I feel like like some some of the discounts are okay, but I'm really I'm not gonna pay forty plus dollars for Mortal Kombat game. I'm not gonna pay the sixty bucks for Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm-hmm. Like I understand it's still relatively new, but yeah. I'm just going to hold off. And I really thought Black Friday, like we might see some like, hey, some games. They said there was going to be Black Friday deals and then there weren't. They've kind of just had a sale going for two weeks. But I thought Red Dead would go on sale and I was going to buy it for Black Friday. And then it's still full price. So, you know, I I don't know. I, I like the idea. The problem is when it comes to gaming, games are what we look for right we don't just sign up for a service and just hope something's good we buy that's why like you buy an xbox and then you just go buy whatever games you like because that's like the whole point and so with this limited library it's been kind of tough to get super excited about it so i'm just waiting for something to grab my attention that's all yeah right now there isn't anything i feel like once you know if we come around to a new grand theft auto something like that like i would totally pick that up on there and then just to have it um but like you know in the reviews for red dead redemption 2 aren't even all that paused like i just hear it's like kind of a boring game so i don't know i'm chilling if anyone wants to add me on there feel free uh you'll never see me on there but you might uh name's tim otato t-i-m-o-t-a-t-o and we can hang out um yeah my name on there is kellen i took kellen i took it if you ever need to find me on stadia i have kellen so, yeah, uh, I feel proud about that anyway. Big yeah. Time. Big time. Um, Somebody has to have we, a Switch. I do have a Switch. Yeah. You do have a Switch? I do. It's good, for kitty, it's good for kitty games. Kitty like, games. Like Hendrix likes Mario Kart. Totally. He likes uh, he likes Jurassic Park Lego. He likes a couple of little things. There's some paint games he can do and stuff. I miss Wii. Wii was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of got some of that functionality. Yeah. Um someone's asking us to talk possibly about the Mandalorian, but I don't know. I haven't watched That's the new tough. episode. Yeah, I haven't watched I, yeah. today's. 
I don't I don't know if I really want to talk about the Mando. Mario Kart is a man's game, but kids also love it. It's fun for the whole family. My friend Ellis. A man's game. (laughs) Sorry, did not mean to insult all the men playing Mario Kart. I am one of them. Yeah, we can't really talk about Mando. I just don't like it's one of those things where like well, I haven't People seen this haven't week's seen and I just hate to spoil things. I mean, I think yeah. everyone knows about baby. baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone knows about baby. Yoda. Did you pre-order the plush toys? I did not. They're not coming out till like May. I was like, I'm not going to pre-order this thing like six months in advance. Yeah. It seems silly. And plus uh, you could go on Etsy and people already have like, you know, their own baby. Yoda. Those people are going to get so. sued to death. What are they no, doing? I think it's totally cool under creative commons. It is. They're doing okay. it. All right. Well, good for them. Hopefully they don't get sued. All right. Uh, yeah. Baby Yoda is awesome. Baby Yoda is the cutest damn thing. I think maybe I if you sell it as like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cosplay accessory. Or oh, something. Really? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> funny. Either way. Bless Etsy. I love Etsy. I can. I do too. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't think we have anything else. <laughs> we will probably try to be back most of the rest of the month, even though the shows might be uh, lacking in subject. We'll still have fun. And we want to do, again, a show to sort of celebrate 10 years of doing this with so many of you. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's uh, well, you know, we'll get through the end of the year. It's usually a slow grind, but we, it's, it's fine. Yeah, thank you to everyone again who donated today. Um, yeah, we'll obviously at least have one or definitely two more shows, I think, this month to wrap up our yeah. our cancer donation drive. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so we can run through this again. Richard, Gary, Eric, oh. Brian, No Seeds B, Scott, Jody, Victor, Sarah, and Charles, all with big donations. Thank you so much. Everything, again, going to Cancer Research Institute. Appreciate Yay. the support so much. Um, all right. And thank you. And thank you to our trivia winners who have already emailed me today. You make nice. my life very easy. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, yeah, we'll try to see you next week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Try the show. It's a T20. Peace. Peace.